Hi, I'm Sam Fesich from the EduMagic Podcast, a part of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you're listening to now. Shows on the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other interesting education podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com. Hello, listeners, and welcome back to Get Inspired and Innovate. And today we're going to talk about how to create a responsive organization. So, Stephanie, I know one of the biggest pain points that I've worked with over the last few years is we'll have a really strong team and things going on. Uh, We'll have the leader of our team. But a lot of times they will get either promoted or they will, you know, because they do such a great job, get hired by a company to go out and do great things. And then you're kind of left with, oh my gosh, what do they do all the time? And, and, you know, the organization, and if you just don't have it documented real well, you know, you're, you're kind of, you lose time. So how, how do you guys battle that? And, and do y'all face that uh, up there in Ohio? That's definitely a struggle. That's definitely a struggle here in Ohio when people do leave. And it's so true. You don't appreciate people until they're gone. And then you realize how much work they did. And then you're like texting them like, I didn't even realize how much you did. I really miss you. And I think the biggest struggle is the communication piece. When a new team member comes on, because we assume they know all of our hidden roles or all of the different procedures that we might have in place, but they don't. So we have to always be clear and provide clarity for everybody and it's so important just to re-say everything. I know this is true with teachers too. Every year we have teachers that retire and new teachers that come in, teachers that get another job. And I sometimes during PD, I'm like, yeah, we did this last year, you know, like trying to continue the learning. And then there's teachers sitting in that room that are afraid to speak up. And they're like, I have no idea what you're talking about because they're brand new to the district. So I think a big piece of this is communication and assumptions. Because <laughs> I make a lot of those. <laughs> I hear you. We just had a principal retire. She was an assistant principal. We just had a principal retire. Uh, and she was the principal for the seniors at our largest high school um, for the last, I'm going to say, 15 to 16 years. And she was always in charge of graduation, credit checks, you know, making sure that students graduated. And I've got a large concern right now because when I was out working with graduation, it was like she was the person that knew how to do everything. Okay. And unless somebody is just following behind her, taking notes, I feel like we're going to be losing a lot. So, Dr. Ligon, if you you hear this, uh, you're going to be missed, I know. Uh, what we've been trying to do, though, as a district, since we have found out that this is a problem of ours, is uh, we're using Google Docs for everything now, uh, for all of our project management, uh, to put everything, you know, um, all of our meetings, and, and just label who's doing what. We've been working with education elements. They've been really helping us try to project manage and do that. Uh, and then we're using Google Classroom, and we're using Google Sites right now to document everything that we're doing and every project that we do. So Google Sites has really been able to help us do that. But one thing that we struggled with a lot because we have a lot of moving pieces was was follow-up, really. Uh, so we would start a project, and, you know, it would be a two- or three-year project, but the person leading that project uh, would then leave and go somewhere else. And who followed up on the project? Who made sure that we, you know, we did everything with fidelity that we were supposed to do? So ha- have you faced that any, Stephanie, up there? 
Yeah, definitely when there's new leadership in a building, that first year is usually pretty rough. Like just figuring out what's expected, what are, what does that leader want? Especially with teachers when it comes to jeans, like, is it okay to wear jeans every Friday? Like my old principal said, or is it not okay? Because that is a huge change, you know? And again, it's all about communication. And that is where a lot of people I think lack. Yep, so we have Miss uh, Amy Lulu today been coming to us from Belgium. She was uh, originally in bioengineering. Uh, she is now in adult education. And I feel like that her uh, project that she did, her innovator project, goes right, right along with this. So she's built a digital platform to help us communicate all of these things. So welcome to the show today, Amy. Thank you. <laughs> it's good to have you here. What what? words of wisdom how can you advise us i'm sure that stephanie and i and our school districts are not the only ones that are struggling with this so how are you helping the people there in your area to to do these projects and to be more organized and have a responsive organization well um i started as a headmaster about uh, 13 years ago and um, i had the same problem problem uh, what what do the uh, teachers expect from me? How do they uh, how do they do their task? Uh, what uh, um, can I ask them? Uh, what will they ask me? So I had the same problem. And when I started out, we had a, a learning uh, management system, and um, the learning management system was really hard to use. It was very very slow um, you had to download everything change it upload everything so what did the, the teachers do they pretended as, a, as if they used the learning system um, I thought this is not a good idea just let us work together let us go uh, with a group of people and find out a new system one that is easy to use one that can be used by everybody and the communication will be clear so um, we started out looking for a new learning management system um, with about uh, five members of my team. And uh, we ended up in the Netherlands where communication is uh, the best you can have in uh, the Dutch speaking world. And uh, we found Google Sites and Google um, Classroom. And this is really a good pl platform to use as a communication and to uh, get organized with your uh, um, teachers. It's it's really easy to use, and I think that is the most important thing. Um, make sure that your teachers can uh, concentrate on what's happening in the class and not what's happening with technology. Uh, keep it simple. That's the, uh, the most important advice. Now you had mentioned both Google Sites and Google Classroom, and I yeah. get asked this question all the time. Uh, why do you need both? So I, I know what my answer is to that, but, but why do you feel like we need both Google Classroom and Google Sites? Um, we use Google Classroom for the items that never, uh, we use um, Google Sites for the items that never change, that are always solid and stays the same over the whole year. And uh, Google Classroom, we use it as a uh, communication platform uh, between teachers and students. And these are the things that change. These are the projects they do, the um, communication, uh, the, the tasks they turn in, uh, questions they have. Uh, so that's why, why we use uh, Classroom. 
Gotcha. Gotcha. And we're, we're very similar. We, uh, the only other way that I can see that we use Google sites is, um, to, to share with others outside of our school district too. So, you know, sometimes using Google classroom, it can get, it can get a little hairy on, on who has access to that, to that information. And yes. I liked what you said about teachers are afraid to speak up and I wonder why that is, you know, like the newer teachers or even teachers maybe that have been around, like, I think some of it is when we do PD, it's large group or it used to be large group. And that is an intimidating situation to ask a question. And then I think also it's culture. If your principal or your building, I mean, I'm in multiple buildings and you can definitely tell the culture of every single building by the principal and their leadership. Some buildings they'll ask questions and they are like, they want to know more. Other buildings, it's like the PD's done, they go back to their room and they teach like it never happened, you know? And so I think it's important to create a culture where it's okay to ask questions and to be real and share your problems in education so we can fix them. So what kind of solutions do you have towards that? Um, we, we try to make a, a innovative culture um, and let uh, teachers work together. Let them say from, all right, I'm good at this thing and you are good with uh, technology. Let's work together and let's put things together. Because um, in the past you can, you can, you could have, uh, you could make your own uh, course. Nowadays things are going so fast. You have to work together to put your course uh, up to date to keep it up to date you have so many different courses it's not it's not easy to make them all uh, innovative so we try to let uh, teachers work together so they they have to talk to each other they have to collaborate with each other and i think that's a good uh, starting point now in belgium it's like this that uh, about two years ago we had small schools uh, every building was one school with one headmaster. And now the government uh, told us that it's far too expensive. Let's make big schools. So my school now has uh, about 20,000 students and we have uh, departments all over West Flanders. And you can see that every department over the Flanders has, own, has its own culture. And it is difficult to get all those cultures on one row and all make them the same. It, it will take years to do so. Yeah, definitely taking years, but I love the piece of collaboration. I think when we add that into education, teachers really grow. I mean, that's one of Hattie's like highest um, things on his learning, visible learning matrix, you know, like having collaboration within teachers and then sharing lesson plans, sharing ideas. And so I think we need to build that into our professional learning time. I know at Google Innovator, they provided a lot of time for collaboration yeah. and for us to work with our teams. And that made me grow, hearing their feedback and their perspective on things, rather than just having somebody lecture at me, really helps me learn better. Mm -hmm. So, so Amy, you were you were stating that you have twenty thousand students in your school. Yeah. How, how many different sites do you have for for 70. your school? <laughs> yeah, seven. And yeah. are you in charge of all of that? Yeah, um, uh, um, we are with two principals in our school. So uh, we have one near the French border, which is me, and then we have one at the coast, um, and then we have about uh, ten. 
principles that help out. So I, I could see that communication has to be key because if you have that many people and the government saying that y'all all have got to do the same thing, you know, mm -hmm. it's, I, I can see how your, your project really is kind of your job is kind yes. of keep, <laughs> keeping everybody. So it's very key. So there, there you go. Keep yeah, the communication going. So we're going to go on to our next section, which is our meme and quote section. So what quote or meme did you bring this week, Emmy? I'm all about, I'm, I studied um, bioengineering. Um, and uh, I did that because I, I feel that nature has to be uh, cherished and has to be taken care of. And nature is so beautiful. It, you get relaxed with it. You get, uh, you, you don't have any stress anymore. So. That's, that's my quote. If you truly love nature, you'll find beauty everywhere. Yeah, I think that's great. Um, nature is just really good, especially during COVID. It was nice to just go out for a walk. It really helped get away from things. Um, so my meme, it says, what if I told you we're going to need a bigger uh, database? And I think that's so true with communication. <laughs> like we always need to be so much bigger. We need to be using data. and we're going to need to figure out a way to organize it. <laughs> Lance? All right. So uh, I stole this from a friend of mine. It says, organizations where individuals hold a high sense of belonging will result in a more engaged employees who are energized by their work, team, and ultimately perform with better creativity, execution, and productivity. So, and, and I feel like that when we've got that, uh, then, then we all grow and we, we see great things happen for our students. Very nice. That's a nice quote. All right, Emmy. So what's something that you've learned this week that can be innovative for tomorrow? Um, what I've learned uh, about COVID, because we're uh, at the end of uh, the pandemic in, in Belgium, is uh, that our teachers, um, they did so, they did so, um, so they did far the out their best uh, the to get everybody, uh, so to get all the learners and to get all the children and the students uh, what they need to learn. It was really great to see. And now at the end of the pandemic, I see that people still work together to get the school going, to get uh, the students going. And that's um, really great. I think I think so we made a bit of world with a, a bad start. You could do a pair deck. You could do whatever you wanted just to see what they're doing, and to use some of that prior knowledge to help build their learning. Lance. All right, so what I've got is, is a link to a website that shows you how to use Google Sites or build your Google Sites for your own digital learning hub uh, or for your communication or for whatever you might need. So just a way to curate content uh, because, as Emmy was saying, we've got some things that are going to be static throughout the year that we're going to need people just to be able to get back to. Uh, and this is just a quick way that you can do it. 
Yeah, definitely. I think too, with COVID coming back in the fall, it's going to be interesting, all the communication barriers that we could have. <laughs> all right. Oh, I hope not either, but, but I don't know. All right. Thank you so much for listening to Get Inspired and Innovate. Emmy, how can people connect with you? All right, and all of our information and links are in the show notes at getinspiredandinnovate.com. If you want to take a look and click on any of those hyperlinks, feel free. Thanks for listening. I hope not. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> um, I'm on LinkedIn. Um, or they just can send me an email. <laughs>